It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Fi fans. It's Michelle Joy Phelps, and I'm joined now with my co-host, Mark Collins. Mark, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. We're back. We're back. Always a pleasure. A lot of yeah, stuff to talk hiatus. about. So, yeah, small hiatus. We had, uh, obviously, the Super Bowl just occurred. There was a lot going on that week, this past week. That was a great game. Were you surprised that Kansas City won? I, I was. I definitely was. I thought Philly had it. But the way that Kansas City came out in the second half, they came out explosive. And, uh, you know, they earned it. You know, it was what a good game. Down to the wide. Yeah. Great game. Controversial game, though, because you started hearing a lot of people talking about how they felt there was a little bit of a favoritism going on there for Kansas yeah. City. Uh, mm. I'm not a uh, NFL, a big football fan. I don't really understand. It's not that I'm not a fan. I guess I just don't understand the sport. I guess if I understood it more, I might be more inclined to watch it. But I don't yeah. know a whole lot about like the the technical side of things. However... I was listening to people around me, and it just seemed as though apparently Kansas City, Mahone, were getting a little bit of favoritism there. Hmm. I did see some questionable calls when it came to some of the catches that uh, Philadelphia had. You know, um, they said they lost possession one of the catches, but when they showed the replay about nine times, there was just to me he didn't lose possession of the ball at all. So I thought it was questionable, even though they said he lost possession. Uh, I remember that much. Yeah. See, I can't, and I can't even really speak on it because I don't really know. We don't even know what, why certain things are being flagged and or yeah. not. Flagged. I don't. I don't know. I, I like I said, I don't really know much about that. But uh, nonetheless, <laughs> great game, was, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, nonetheless, I was rooting for Kansas City. So, and the only reason was because they had uh, there was a guy on there that I thought was cute. So <laughs> I decided to roll with that with that team just for that reason. <laughs> um, but but yeah, and let's not even forget the fact that there are so many 
UFO sightings at the minute. You know how passionate oh, I get about that stuff. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah, that's we could talk about. That's a no, that's a whole nother hour right there. That is all in itself. That is yeah. why I am launching officially, formally, the uh, paranormal UFO podcast that I've been talking about doing for what, like a year now, maybe. Oh man, but. I think now is the time because there's so many things. People have so many questions. And I'm like, okay, maybe people now are ready to listen a little bit more because I'm so so used to people teasing me or calling me a conspiracy theorist. So I think now that we're having a little bit more happening, maybe, just maybe some people will be a bit more inclined. It, it It almost seems like the government and it almost seems like the media are inching us closer and closer to just saying, hey, we have UFOs running around. It feels with with so much with so much going on as of lately, that's how it actually feels for me. We got the balloon shot down, we have the other UFO site, and they blatantly saying an unidentified object was shot down. Um not right. you know, the, the, the other day. Just just to clarify, the White House has made it clear that what they shot down last week was not the same of what they were what they were working with now. It's a very different object. So it didn't I have I have my theories on all that, but that's that's for the podcast. That's for the separate podcast because I have so many theories for people who don't know. I've been do I've been studying this stuff for years and years and years. Like, you know, Mark, I, I camp yeah. out outside of the grounds of Area 51. So I have many different theories and I know about a lot of top secret programs that they have been working on for a long time through whistleblowers. So I think it'd be interesting to kind of finally get to talk about it and maybe make it make a little bit more sense as to why I believe just now they're finally starting to drip feed us the information. But that is for a completely different episode on a completely different podcast. (laughs) And so let's let's get to to, uh, the boxing topics that, you know, quickly, I know that we have a lot to talk about, but I was actually reading up about how Apparently, Tyson Fury has been holding secret talks with Deontay Wilder for several weeks now. Wow. About a fourth fight, if in the event that his and Alexander Usyk's um, negotiations fall through, because obviously he wants to stay busy. He wow. doesn't want too much time pass. We know that as of right now, the reports are that Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usyk would officially be in England now. Wow. Not set to be in Saudi Arabia. I don't really know why. Don't have any answers for that. But it's coming down to the fact that they can't agree upon the financials of it. Listen, I don't care where that fight takes place. And we've said this on the previous two other podcasts. Let's just make it happen. Right. Let's make it happen. I don't care if it's in your backyard. (laughs) Let's just get it on. You know, but backing up a little bit, um, Tyson Fury and secret talks for Deontay Wilder for a fight. I don't see any. Listen, they had three magnificent fights. I just don't see the reason for a fourth fight. Right. I think I think the trilogy gave us what we needed to know. And um, you know what? There's other people in, in the division that Tyson Fury can fight to solidify his his his, his legacy. And that's you know huh. you got you got Joshua Usyk. And you do have Andy Ruiz out there. That's another great fight. You also have Joe Joyce. Yeah, the you juggernaut. Yep. We, we have the juggernaut on deck. So right. you're right. I, I Look, I do get it. The fourth one, it doesn't say much. It doesn't say anything that we haven't already seen. However, 
What I do see are big numbers just for the fact that the UK fight fans have yet to have that fight on their soil. Remember, mm. they've always been over on this part, like here in yeah. the States. Yeah. So it would be a big money maker. It would be massive. If you look at it from yeah. that perspective. Oh, absolutely. That'll be massive. Ain't no, there's no fans like England fans, I tell you. Right. They, they'll they'll so pack the house. It will be an, a 90,000 in attendance for Wembley Stadium. So I do see how it it's a big money fight, but for for the most part, because we are expecting the undisputed fight, if anything else gets announced before the undisputed fight, ain't nobody going to be happy. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter who it's against. And you know what? I'm going to be one of them. Me too. I might be like one of those irate Philadelphia Eagle fans and start smashing my TV or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, because at this point, it's it's almost like we saw this. We we seen this sort of happen to us in the past when Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua should have fought, and then yeah. we didn't, and then we saw what happened there, and everything got derailed and changed up, and the whole landscape of the heavyweight scene was officially yeah. changed after that point. So. I, I don't want to see the undisputed fight go on any longer. I mean, I can see maybe a tune-up fight if they can't agree to in the next month or so. I could see maybe a tune-up fight in between. But that means it has to happen in the summer. Like, there has to be a guarantee that it's happening in the summer. Yeah. But right That's... now, according to reports, it's all it's all down to the financials of Wembley. Team Fury and, and their side feel that... Fury would be bringing the majority of the pay-per-view sales because of his UK fan base and the tickets. Mm. If it is held in the UK. Which is hard to disagree with. I can see that. Right. Absolutely. So He's a major major draw out there, Tyson Fury. Right. Said, look, look at what he drew even against Derek Chisora. Yeah. I mean, the guy is clearly a ticket seller. He's a hot commodity to watch. So I can see where they're they're arguing it, but I don't really know what type of split they're trying to look at. That hasn't really come out. The details of that haven't emerged. So I don't know if it's more of like a 70-30, a 64. I I don't see there being a problem if it was like a 60-40 split. So that means it has to be smaller than that. If there's an issue, a part of me starting to think like <laughs> maybe they're offering the guy 20%, like it was oh, like no. or some shit. I don't know. No. I mean, think about it. It, it has to be a, a pretty small margin for them to be still holding this up. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Usyk it's definitely, definitely not 50 more. 50. It's I know. It's blatantly, it's not 50 50. But I think definitely um, Usyk deserves a good number. In all reality, he brings yeah. more belts. Yeah, he, he he holds two good wins over um over Anthony Joshua, and he brings a lot of the hardware, you know, aka title belts to the to the to the pitcher, and he deserves a good payday. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Do you know what I see? Like a 60-40 split being fair. Absolutely, I agree with that. I agree with fifty-five uh, forty-five. Right. Either, either way. I don't know. think they would go that. I don't think they would go down to that. If I'm honest. Uh, but I could see 60-40, but I have a feeling it's a lot smaller than that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But anyways, 
on to some other possible fights that could be happening overseas. Shockingly, Mark, is mm-hmm. Josh Taylor versus Teofimo Lopez. What happened to Jack Catterall? Oh, my Lord. I don't know. That's so weird. The last podcast we left off, they were inquiring to see what the actual status of Taylor was when it came to his injury. And it's like, what happened? With total disregard. Now the whole new conversation is uh, Teofimo. I mean, it's a great fight. You know, it's just, where did this come from? <laughs> so we know that Josh Taylor obviously had a uh, tore a plantar fascia. Am I saying that right? Uh, yeah, sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> sounds uh, right. Well, you know, we know that that happened. Now, it was said that, and even this was even Bob Aaron, what, just two, three weeks ago, was talking about how they plan to have, what, like a possible June return when Taylor is, it'll give Taylor enough time to obviously heal heal from his injury and get back into training. And then it's like, what, two days ago, three days ago, the, the recent news now is that, it's going to be um, – sorry, I just lost my train of thought because you were just texting me. <laughs> you just threw me off, bro. You just texted me something. Um, now, apparently, it's it's Josh Taylor versus Tiafima Lopez. No idea where that came from. I'm not mad at it. Me neither. That's been a fight I've always been wanting between the that's two. That's a good they fight. Have, they have some serious hot blood against each other. You're talking about yeah. two guys – who really do not like each other. Yeah. That is, there's nothing in boxing more better than an actual fight with serious bad blood. Going back to like Fernando Vargas, Oscar De La Hoya. I'm talking about Oscar De La Hoya, Mayorga. Those type of real bad blood fights are always entertaining. And, you know, they're always, they're always going to give us a, a great night of action, for sure. It also seems as though that, I mean... Again, I'm a little surprised. It also seems as though like Ben Shalom, who is Jack Catterall's promoter, that even he's a bit taken aback by the news that it's now never going to happen. Was his words? Yeah. Basically. Yeah, he's just he's all he, he's just I don't know. He doesn't believe it's going to happen at this point. He said Jack's been waiting 12 months. He signed his contract. He's waiting for the rescheduled date. Jack's waiting, and we're waiting. We were about to announce the fight, and Josh said that he was injured, and we're still waiting. When Josh is going, it, Josh Taylor's going to be fit. We have a contract for that fight. Now, talk of the Teofimo Lopez fight is, is a bit confusing to us, but we have a contract for the fight, and we're waiting to agree to a date as soon as Josh Taylor's fit. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's quite an interesting one because, yeah. Now, we know that Catterall is looking to take a tune-up fight, obviously, because he doesn't want to be out for too long. Yeah, uh, on March 25th. But uh, I don't really have much to say about that one because I'm really confused. I know. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll tell you what. Either way it goes, whether it's Tiafimo or Catterall, hey, I'm all with it. I'm all for it. They, they're gonna, it's going to be an action-packed fight either way. Yeah, that, that's not even an argument. But yeah. but is it fair? Like that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. Is it fair that? That that he was ready to go. The fight was ready to be announced. I remember everyone was, all the media were gearing up to go to the press conference that day. Yeah. And it got pulled. So it almost, you know, the, the interesting part is, is remember the WBO had issued for Josh Taylor to provide proof of his injury. I'm not really sure what the update on that was. I'm assuming 
that everything was submitted because otherwise there hasn't been anything saying otherwise. But this definitely doesn't look too good when you think about it from that perspective, right? You're almost like, did he see a bigger money fight on the table and decided to go that route rather than it sounds like it Jack Catterall or, you know, as, as he had time down from his injury, he started rethinking, you know, it's a dangerous fight for Josh. It's, it was, you know, a very controversial win the last time. A lot of oh, people yeah. felt that Jack should have won. Oh, so yeah. it's a that dangerous was... fight for for Josh in in that regard. And so, you know, is it more of, you know, screw it. Let me just go take the bigger money fight, which is against Teofimo. Yeah, that definitely is a big money fight right there. It's definitely going to get get more views for sure, especially right. in the States. Right. But, um, well, speaking of speaking of injuries, I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. Oh, you, said you saw the video. I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. I almost fainted when I saw TMZ post up a video of Tank getting wheeled around in a wheelchair at the Super Bowl. I said <laughs> I said to myself, what, what is going on here? Oh, you know, man. But, uh, but I took a good close look at the video, and Tank said, look, this happens time to time. But I'll be I'll be fine in time for the fight. And even the and even the guy interviewing, he goes, Tank, what, like, what's going on? You got a big fight coming up, you know. But um, I, I see Tank did post videos. Well, uh, ESPN also also reposted it uh, of, of Tank basically twisting his ankles, basically showing that he looked like he was good to go. So with that, I'm comfortable, and I'm I'm, I'm fingers across for that fight because I do look forward to seeing Tank and uh, Ryan Garcia get it on. Did uh, did Tank explain? Because I didn't see the video. Did Tank even when when he was asked if everything was okay? Did Tank well, explain why he was in a wheelchair? No. Well, basically, um, uh, it, it was it was reported like behind the scenes, according to like um, uh, ESPN, they started saying that it was just an old ankle injury mm-hmm. he was nursing, and um, that's all they basically say. They didn't elaborate much on it. Um, but Tank just reassured everybody that he was fine as as he got whisked away by his uh, security. And then the video came out of him actually twisting his ankles, and uh, you know, I you know, hopefully that means that it's a green light. When it comes yeah, to I fight. mean, Ryan Garcia even tweeted with, with the TMZ news. He retweeted and quoted saying, "Stay focused, champ. We got a fight coming up." So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that one, but we do know that Golden Boy has a backup plan. Yeah, they got a plan B. They reached out to Regis Progress. Mm-hmm. Which is a great, another great fight that could happen between uh, Ryan and, and Regis, just in the event as a plan B in case the tank fight doesn't materialize. But the world we got our eyes set on the tank Garcia, a tank Garcia fight. So hopefully, well, we, uh, do know, we do know, you know, a plan B is never a bad situation, a bad, a bad thing. Oh yeah, given absolutely. that tank still has a court case to deal with, and he's still got to answer to a judge um, later this month. Yeah, the, the the plan B's are a bad thing when when the plan B wins against the the uh, against against the favorite, which you know, um, which would be like a Ryan Garcia going into that fight, I assume. But um, just if he was to lose that fight, it'll diminish everything we look forward to. To yeah. two two young undefeated fighters with Tank and um, and Ryan Garcia. Right. We don't want to see that happen no more. We already saw it happen with Joshua and Deontay Wilder. We're not interested. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's hope it all goes 
smoothly. I know that we keep getting reports back and forth. The fight is made. It's not being made. The fight is made. The fight's not being made. Like I, mm. I can't keep up. I'll believe it when I get an official press release. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> That's know. why I'll believe it. And even then I'm going to be a little bit weary, but in, in hopes that it actually does, you know, the, the actual event stays intact, but moving on, we have Gennady Golovkin has officially vacated his IBF middleweight title. He actually put out an email that reads, um, while Gennady remains committed to fighting again, he has not made up his mind about many of the elements critical to planning and arranging his next bout. In light of the impending deadline for conclusion of free negotiations with IBF mandatory number one contender Escueva Falcoa, Gennady does not wish to drag the process out any longer. Mm. Interesting. Well, we know that the... I got to give the IBF some credit because they really stay, they stay on your ass. Like if, if you don't get it done, they move on. They, they, they strip you. So, I, I, I got to give them credit. You're right. I give them credit for that. Cause sometimes we'll see other um, organizations, no name at the moment, but they'll put out mandatory fights that are mandated and nothing happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing happens. Goes on for like six months. And we're like, uh, isn't there yeah. some sort of, a deadline to this there yeah. has to be something in place yeah you're right it, it, this isn't it sucks to see him lose his title because obviously that is something that he holds as leverage when it comes to negotiations and if you're no yeah. longer a champion you kind of lose a bit of that but i think gennady's beyond this point i'd actually like to see gennady Golovkin go over to england uh, and retire in a fight against chris eubank jr mm. Interesting. That's what I would like to see. But given this, you know, even with Chris Eubank right now, we're hearing that he's about, he's going to exercise his rematch clause against a Liam Smith. So, so we'll see. I mean, who knows? I guess if a big fight against Gennady comes up, I, I can definitely see Chris Eubank Jr. taking that. Hmm. That'll be a good fight too. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, it's a good, a good fight. You got you to give, you got to give a lot of credit to Triple G. He, you know, he, he, I don't, he's not afraid to fight anybody. He'll make it happen. That's the type of fight you always got to take your hat off to. Right. I agree. Well, in some quicker news, um, Canelo versus John Ryder is edging closer. It seems as though they're about to finalize a deal mm-hmm. that will take place in Jalisco, Mexico on May the 6th. May 6th. A homecoming fight homecoming for fight. Canelo. That'd be interesting to see that. I want. I wonder. Uh, I wonder how many people are gonna pack the house for that one out there. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Be great to see. According so, to Eddie, according to Eddie Hearn, uh, Canelo's taking a bit of a pay cut to make this fight happen because he really does want to have his fight in his hometown. So that'd be great. Yeah. And then, do you want to take the lead on Mayweather? Yeah, so um, Jose Aldo released something to the press. He said that uh, Floyd Mayweather agreed to an exhibition fight with him, and they just basically waiting on negotiations to see how it goes. And uh, mm-hmm. he's, he seems very confident that Jose Aldo, former UFC champ, is uh, going to take on Mayweather in the exhibition later in the year, sometime after Great. February. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, they would. Uh, then we have Katie Taylor's rematch. 
Oh, with the men's Toronto. Oh it's man! Officially set for May twentieth in Dublin. I know this is a little bit late because this this obviously was announced yeah. what a week and a half, two weeks ago. But I'm I'm excited for that. That's exciting. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I think that yeah, that would be that one right there. I think I'm gonna do my absolute darndest. I'll tell you the atmosphere, <laughs> the atmosphere in MSG for that first fight was electric. Mm-hmm. Electric, you know, from even people who I knew who were on the other side of the stadium that I didn't even know were there, they would tell me the next day, like, "Did you see the energy in that place?" And it was just what what a, what a hell of a fight that was. That's probably my all-time favorite female fight between Serrano and Katie Taylor. Mm. Great fight. Great fight. So excited for that. Just a I got to give a lot of credit to, to Amanda. She's going all the way to enemy territory. Right. Just imagine so the atmosphere. Sort of imagine- she sort of had the home advantage last time. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, only rightfully so. Yeah. You, you know, you bring it over to the champ's backyard. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a hostile crowd out there. I'll tell you that right. much. Well, this weekend, in some, just, just so you guys know, this weekend, February 18th, we got Lee Wood versus Mauricio Lara, which will be shown live on DAZN from the Motorport Arena in Nottingham. And then I apologize if I do not get his name correctly, but it also that night on DAZN is going to be Luis Neri versus Azat Havanaisian. I don't know sounds if I'm about, saying that correctly. Sounds, but it's, sounds about right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, that will also be on DAZN from the Fox Theater in Pomona, California. So, Yeah. So that's 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 about it. I feel like we've covered yeah. all the latest. Which was a lot to talk about in 20 minutes. So what happened? You know, we threw a lot out there. Yep, we did. 24 minutes. I I just I know you got to be tired because it's later there, but oh, it's yeah. been a long day over in these parts. There's <laughs> so much going on today. I am so exhausted. It's not even funny. I'm about to fall asleep watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just make sure you enjoy that. You know, a lot of people are still catching up with Game of Thrones. Great, great series. Yeah, I'm almost there. I'm almost finished with the series, so I'm just kind of buckling down and getting through the last few episodes. Yes, I'm late to the party. I understand, but um, but at it's least right. I feel like I'm caught up down. Listen, better. Mama always said, better late than never. Yeah, so. better late than <laughs> never. Exactly. I'm also going to be flying out next week to Saudi Arabia. Oh, boy. Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. So there will be some some stuff going down over those parts. I don't know how to work for the podcast. So what I think I might do, Mark, is actually bring in another co-host with you guys or with you. Okay. To, you know get a get an episode in that way we don't fall off for another week so we'll, we'll figure that one out but we have i do have a new correspondent over in the uk who is more than happy to jump in so i think i'll have to make that introduction and make sure that we continue having at the bare minimum two new episodes a week for you guys to listen to that way we keep all the news current here on yeah. our podcast but um okay well i mean it's uh it's late, so we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Mark, thank you so much yeah. for your time. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. We'll catch up on a rebound. Till yeah, next real- time, boxing fan. 
Absolutely. We'll catch up with you guys soon with another episode in just a few days. And hopefully we'll have some good news. Hopefully there will be something cracking for us to report. <laughs> um, otherwise, it'll be about UFOs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I feel like I'm sure there's going to be a little bit more that's about to pop off in the next two days. So I hope so. It'll be interesting. I love watching it so far. Absolutely. We'll okay. Well, we'll speak right. with you guys soon. Bye, bye, fans. And we'll catch up. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.